really like your ponytail. Oh, it's a ponytail braid. Yeah, I'm really into it. That's because I'm dead exhausted <laughs> from my crazy weekend and I decided to just braid it. It looks so cute. Because then I feel like hair straightening it. I like like it. I always do. Every yeah. single day. It's like your hair's always down and it's always straight. It's nice to have it backing up. It I mean, sometimes I don't like when my hair is backing up because I feel Why? like I have the roundest face in the world. You really don't. With you, I don't care. So I'm like, whatever. Anything yeah, goes. girl. <laughs> don't get dressed up for me. Trust me. I don't get dressed I up for you. I never do. Either. I don't get dressed up for you either. But you know what they do always say that like whenever girls go out, they don't get dressed for guys, they get dressed for girls. Do you like I don't I get dressed to look nice for like anybody usually like if I'm going nowadays because people obviously know who I am so right. I feel like I have to go you out with to makeup like or something presentable. presentable yeah so it's like I don't I don't really do that for girls but I feel like I look at clothes like all the time on other girls like that's cute outfit I should wear something I like definitely that. get dressed up for whoever I'm gonna be with like depending on who I'm hanging out with, like I won't wear certain, like specific things. If I'm not hanging out with people that'll appreciate whatever I'm gonna wear, does that make sense? Wait, like, so, like, I have like, so I have this like amazing silver leather jacket that's like the coolest thing ever, and like I would never wear it if I was just gonna go hang out with like Dave because he'd be like, "Why are you wearing that weird leather jacket?" But if I was hanging out with my other group of friends, they'd be like, "That jacket is so cool!" Like, you I know what I mean? I get it. Like, totally. you wear it. You mm-hmm. wear. I wear specific outfits. With whoever I'm going to be with, that I'm going to appreciate it. I also depend. Like I would wear specific outfits, like depending on what what I'm doing that day, exactly like where I'm going. It's but like in like, place. I'll wear certain dresses that I know like make my butt look really look good because yeah. I know Dave thinks I have a great butt. So like that's what, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So, which I just like to say it's like the only thing I like about my body right now. So, oh, but it's clear. it's true. Like if you think about it, like I definitely dress forever who I'm with. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. It does, does it sound weird though? No. I mean, just, I you're supposed to, like, weird. dress for yourself, like, blah, 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 but I, I think know. it's weird when you say, like, girls dress for other girls, because that, to me, is just weird. Like, I dress for the occasion. Like, right. I dress for, like, what I'm up to, and I'm definitely, if I'm not doing anything today, I'm going to wear shit clothes. Right. <laughs> if I'm going out to, like, New York City, out somewhere, I'm going to obviously dress a little yeah. bit better. It depends on, like, the situation and the occasion. And I have this whatever. really cute Burberry, like, cape that I would never wear. Yeah, I would, like, never wear with any, like, a cape, like, um... Like a, like a poncho. Oh, cute. Um, that I would never wear with anybody but, like, a specific group of girlfriends of mine because they would, like, totally appreciate it. And when if I was like with, like, Dave and all of his stuff. friends, they'd be like, what the fuck are you wearing? Yeah. You know what I mean? I totally get it. If I had designer stuff, I would totally do that. That's it. Okay, for instance, I went to Ocean City, Maryland this weekend. Which looked like so much fun, by the way. It was my first time there, and it was— You've never been there before? I've, I've actually never been there before, but for some reason, I I've thought you'd been traveled. There. Is there Ocean City, Maryland, and Ocean City, New Jersey? Yes. So I go to Ocean City, New Jersey all the time. Okay. But this one was Ocean City, um, Maryland. And it was so much fun. But I brought, like, my um, St. Laurent clutch Mm -hmm. that did not go in Ocean City, Maryland. Like, it didn't even make it out of the bag the whole week. I'm afraid to bring it out. I am not letting this touch the Ocean City, Maryland air. Like, it is not getting dirty here because – it's kind of like a place where it's just bars and yeah, sand. Yeah, it's like a beach like, town, right? Yeah, you're outside and you want to bring like not your nicest stuff because mm-hmm. you're probably going to end up drunk and lose it. Yeah. So I was like, this clutch is not going anywhere near this this Ocean City, Maryland place at all. But it was so beautiful and I had the most amazing vacation. Did you like, go to Secrets? I did. Have you ever been there? No, but Dave goes with his friends every year. Does to he? Ocean City, Maryland. Yeah, he goes with like, a bunch of his guy friends. I know they always go there. So, But I've never been. It was it's huge, there. right? Can you, you describe it to me? If you would have loved it. 
I like a good time. So there's this place called Secrets, like Claire just said, in Ocean City, Maryland. And um, it's kind of like they have stools and tables and like these booths out in the water, in the bay. Mm -hmm. It's literally like the bay. And you drink and everybody hangs out in this bay and it's kind of disgusting. Like I was a little bit skeeved out to even walk in this yeah, water. Isn't the water like brown? It's disgusting. It's literally <laughs> like everybody pees. God knows I was going to say, who this. knows what is who in that water? Knows what's, it's disgusting. Like there was some girl peeing like the table next to us. <gasps> it was so gross. Wait, there. right next to yes. you? Just peeing and just squatting. Peeing. And we were with a bunch of guys as well. And it was oh so disgusting and gross. But by the way, when you have like two drinks in you, you really don't care. Yeah, You're like, you don't whatever. give a shit. I'm out. The sun shining. Like we're getting a tan. We're drinking. It was like, it was kind of like a cool beach, like bay atmosphere, a bar. And there's, it's huge. And there's bars everywhere. And there's bands playing. And it's like, there's so many people. There was a lot of bachelor and bachelorette parties. There. Mm-hmm. So there was groups of just like men or there's groups of like these girls dressed up. It was kind of like so much fun. I loved it. Sounds it sounds like it'd be a really good time. Sans so the drunk fun. people peeing next to you. Besides that, that, I mean, I've gone, like if you go to the Jersey Shore, it's kind of like the same shit. Like, <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Wait, there's this one place in the Jersey Shore that Dave loves because they have fresh squeezed orange juice. There's a bunch. Um, no, but it's like a bar that's like kind of seedy. Really? That's on the beach. Where? In what town? Um, shit. Help you. What the heck is it called? And they're like known for their screwdrivers. It's huge. I don't know. Is it Jenkinson's? So it's either Tiki Bar or Jenkinson's. Is Jenkinson's a little bit seedier? I think Tiki might be a little... They're both, like, right next door to each other. So tiki is, like, you could sit on the beach and they yeah. drink these, like, tiki teas or, like, they have all this cool, like, stuff. And Jenks is kind of similar, but it's a little bit more dressed up. Like, you can't – nobody really – I don't oh, know. People are, like, running around in their bathing suits, like, in the bar. Okay. So it's either Jenks or tiki. Yeah. I'm in Point Plaza, which – I mean, I had a good time there. I oh, just you went? Remember, yeah. That's oh. all, like, I went because I – Dave um, was like, you have to go and try these um, – these screwdrivers, they have this like crazy. I didn't even know they had that. They have these crazy, um, like fresh juice machines and they like just like juice oranges the whole time and make you these like amazing, excuse me, vodka orange juices and they're so good. So then you like forget I've, that you're with all these like I've been there funny so people. many times, I never have one of those. And their ice cubes are really good. This is funny. This is how I remember things is what by the cocktails you, are like. We all should go again this summer. Yes, I would love to go. I the weather go hasn't been that nice though here. Like, what the heck? I know. Honestly, it's, it's June. June. It's June and it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be nice this weekend. I have a, um, a wedding in Montauk this weekend, which I'm really excited can you, about. Can you take a picture of the lobster roll? Yes. I will totally take because, a picture of a lobster roll for you. Um, I watched the show The Affair. So oh, the my God. The Affair is so, so good. So, like, the lobster roll is the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And everybody goes there. I'm like, if I ever go, like, down – like um, uh, to Montauk or the Hamptons, like, I yeah. want to just stop at, like, the I think there's, like, an the affair, affair tour. Is there? I think there is. I definitely want to do that. I've never been totally there, so I that. definitely want to do that. Um, yeah, that Montauk is really fun. I love summer. I'm like so happy it's finally summer. It's June. I know, but like, like, isn't summer officially yet? When is the first day of I summer? I think it's like June the end of something. June. Yeah. Like, whatever. But to me, it's like summer, I guess, because I'm out of school. <laughs> like, yes. Well, then it's been summer for like 10 yeah. years for me because I've been out of school for a really long time. <laughs> I've been so on summer funny. vacation for a really long time at this point. Oh, my God. I literally had the best weekend. 
So what else did you do? So you went to Secrets. So went to what Secrets. else is there to do there? There was another place called, um, I think it's called Fager's Island. And it's like a this bar and everybody drinks. It just reminded me of Jersey. I just loved every second of it. And the mm-hmm. weather was beautiful. It was like 80 degrees mm-hmm. every single day. It was just so – I can't wait to go back. I almost – I'm like to all my friends, like, we're going. Like, we would have such a good time there. Yeah. We should come. I totally will go. It sounds like it would be awesome. Yeah. Dave always has a good time. Well, so him and all of his friends are from New Jersey. So um, instead of going to Ocean City, New Jersey, they yeah. go to Ocean City, Maryland because it's like away from what they're used to. So Ocean City, New Jersey is a dry town actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ocean City, Maryland, I can't believe I've never been. It's kind of far. Like the drive is like – Yeah, very, what is it from the city? It's like – from the city, it's probably like four hours. Really? It's that far? From here? Yeah. Four hours, totally. Wow. Yeah, because I left from South Jersey and it took me like two and a half hours. And well, I guess I think Maryland is far. It's far. So that makes sense. It's probably three or four hours. Three and a half. Depends on who's driving. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Depends on Sam's getting any speeding tickets. Um, <laughs> no. No more tickets for me. Okay, so I have to tell you my hangover report. Oh my God, please tell me. So. I actually technically have two, but I will only do one of them. And I'll okay. do another one the next podcast. Okay. Save okay. for the next one. So this weekend, um, I was just hanging out with my sister. So my mom's away. Everyone knows I live at home. Woo! Um, and my sister Mary Grace and I live at home together with my husband and my parents. Yes, I'm 31 and I live at home. Who cares? I know, but I'm working out. I'm working on leaving. Who cares? Um, so my parents. Save that money, girl. I know. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm really trying. So my mom, my sister Kara had a baby. So my mom went to Pittsburgh to see my new nephew. Oh. And then oh, wait. Yeah. Recently? Yeah. She had him like two weeks ago. Congratulations oh, to your family. That's He's so, really oh cute. God. He's really cute. Does so he have a lot of hair and stuff? He does. He, he's so cute. That's um, so exciting for your So family. I haven't met him yet. I'm going to try to go next week or two. But so my mom's away. And then my dad has a wedding. Had a wedding this weekend. So just me, Mary Grace, and Dave. And Dave was sitting home and relaxing and... Mary and I are like, okay, I wanted to go do something. And yeah. it was so pretty out on Saturday. It was like the most beautiful day ever. I wasn't here, so I don't know. Oh my god. Well, what was it like in Maryland? It was so nice. Gorgeous. Yeah. It was like it was the same degrees. weather. Yeah. Okay. So we have there's this restaurant called Bedford 234, which is like our favorite restaurant. And it's like a mile and a half walk from my parents. It's like not a safe walk by any means. And it's like up hills and around oh corners. God. It's like definitely dangerous. But yeah. Mary and I were like, okay, well, we want to drink, so we're just gonna walk and we'll walk home. So we walked there. Mary Grace makes us a cocktail. It was so good. It was like a vodka soda like, with fruit. Like a road soda. Yeah, like a roadie. Yeah. Like for, for your Oh, walking, yeah. We had like, like neon pink. We could not be more like, oh my God, like look it. at us. We're drinking illegally outside. Neon pink plastic glasses, like bright colored straws and like whatever. So we walked there. We're like hanging out and we were going to sit down and eat. And the bartender is so sweet. He's like, just sit at the bar. He's like, come on. Like I need like fun, cute girls yeah. sitting at the bar. Aww. So we sit there, we eat, we have like the best time. And we're talking to this other couple that's like sitting there, you know, like the bar is pretty small. It's like mm-hmm. basically like it's smaller than from cute. you to like me. So it's like bar. four seats wide. Mm-hmm. So Mary and I, now it's getting late. We thought we were going to be there for an hour. We were there for till almost 1130 Stop. at night. Okay. We got there at 730. We were there. We were drinking so much. It was so much fun. And we're like, crap, now it's pitch black out and cold. And we have to walk home. So we're like, okay, I guess we're just going to walk home now. So we start walking home. And we're like, this is the worst idea we've ever had. We're drunk. We it's home. dark. Stop. It's scary. It's it's pitch black in Bedford. Oh, There's no. like no like hell. street lights or whatever. Hell no. So all of a sudden, Tell me an animal this dying. car starts <laughs> oh, a car. driving past us. And I'm like, oh my God, these people are going to kidnap us. I was like so paranoid. I would have been so they pull over and they go, 
hey, you guys. And we're like, oh my God. And we turn over and it's the couple that was sitting on the other side of the bar. And they picked us up and drove us home. Was that so nice? Stop. Yes. And the whole time, so Mary and I are drunk in the car, like, oh my God, we're so happy you picked us up. That's what we wanted you to do the whole time, but you never asked. And we were like so drunk, we couldn't, we couldn't believe that we said that. And they're like, oh, of course we were going to drop, thank we would have dropped you off. They like, didn't like capture you or do anything crazy. Th- thank God. They were like so nice. Yes. But I've never gotten in a car with a stranger before. Me either. And that's a crazy, no, hell, I would have, I probably would have been like, no, we're okay. And I would have Ubered. I mean, something. granted, I knew that they lived in the next town over. But we don't have Uber in Westchester. Actually, oh. I think they just allowed it. Like recently they like. Lifted them. Even van. that might be sketch when there's like no Ubers and you get like one. One Uber. It's like one <laughs> random car. Like the one. And it's always like a, a freakazoid in the front seat. Like yeah. I swear. It's always a creep. But they were a really nice couple and they had like a 12-year-old daughter they were telling us about. So like they weren't complete strangers. Yeah. But I've never gotten into a car with a stranger before. Yeah, ever. And you did. I totally did. You guys chanced it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we we it, risked it. it. And it was worth it because <laughs> we got home. Okay. And it was so funny. Yeah. So I'm calling Dave on the walk and I'm like, hey, you know, we just left. And Dave's like, what time is it? You've been there for like nine hours. Oh I'm like, God. I know. So I call him. I'm like, we'll be home in like probably half an hour by the mm-hmm. time we're done walking. And then all of a sudden, three minutes later, He's like, I walk into the house. He's like, didn't you just call me and tell me you were walking home? He's like, oh, yeah, we hopped in the car with some strangers. He was like, what is wrong with you two? I can't. There's no way in hell. Mm-hmm. But then again, I wouldn't want to walk in like pitch dark. I know. At 1130 at night. It was dark. I can't and believe you chanced it. Yeah. You should have called Dave to come get you. I know. We should have. Claire. Anyway, that's a crazy hangover report. Yes, yeah, so that's my story. And I live to tell it. You're a crazy mofo. Because <laughs> there's no way in hell. Like no limits. Like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> no way in hell would I ever do And that. then Friday night, so it was Saturday, and then Friday night I um saw my cousin uh, had her dance recital. She's 13 Aww. or 14. And I love seeing dance recitals because it reminds me of like growing up and teaching dance. Mm-hmm. So that was fun and nostalgic. And then Sunday I cleaned. So it was basically really boring. You cleaned. Good for you. Yeah. It, my room was really messy. I mean, you had a nice like, not like a completely drunken weekend. No, like it was a nice calm. like kind of calm. Oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. By the time we got to my parents' house, Mary Grace and I like FaceTimed like seven people <laughs> I had a sing-along. I was dancing on the tape on the counter. Oh, I mean, that's fun. You know, naturally. I think it's so, like, see, that's why I love having sisters Mm -hmm. because you kind of, like, they're your, like, best friends. They know you the best. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? That's why I love having sisters because we always do the most fun stuff, like, even with my own sisters. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, like, really nice that you guys hang out and do stuff like that. Oh, yeah. We're obsessed with each other. Poor Dave. He's probably Poor jelly. Dave. Poor Dave's probably jelly. No, he was like, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. Please don't come back. Unless you're going to bring me his cheeseburger. <laughs> cheeseburger. Um, so I think we should get into some emails What's because we have an update. An update on what? An update. Do we really? Let's mm-hmm. hear it. Okay. Remember the girl that wrote in that was saying that her sister was like really anti her boyfriend and like. Her, like, she defriended him on all forms of social media, and he, like, sent her flowers. Remember? Yes. And we were, I'm like, your sister's a bitch. One. Yeah, we yes. read it last week. Okay. Um, we just, this is And we're like, we, we need more information, week. like, what's your boyfriend doing or what's your sister doing, yes. whatever. So the girl wrote us back, which okay. we love, by the way. If we yes. ever ask for updates, like, we mean it. Like, send us more information. So she wrote us a really nice long email, and I'm going to give you the gist of it. Okay. So basically what she was saying is that her sister is just super, um, not jealous, but she's kind of taken aback 
the fact she's upset that she thinks that her sister's boyfriend is taking her away from her. Um, so like her and her sister yeah. are really close. And basically yeah. when she started dating her boyfriend, she, she lost her, like she lost her best friend. So yeah. she, um, was saying like, uh, let's see. She went on a cruise with her sister and apparently her boyfriend wanted to take her on a cruise and then she ended up choosing her sister. And so, um, he said, let me see. Da, 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 da. Let me see. After a couple of, um, petty incidents of what happened, he, the boyfriend said something and she took it the wrong way, meaning her sister blew it out of proportion and due to the whole cruise incident, because he wanted to take her on a cruise yeah. and sister wanted to take her on a cruise. Um, and then just went downhill. I just went downhill from there. She said that right now they are speaking, but she broke the ice and decided to write to her. And she said she's taking a trip up to New York to see her next week. And I'm planning on sitting her down and talking to her about all of this. She told my mom that she thinks my boyfriend is trying to separate me and her. And I really want to let her know this is not at all the case. Um, so I'm happy she's going to sit down with her sister and be like, yeah, that's you the know, best way to do it. You have can, an open discussion. You can have a boyfriend and still have a best friend and your sister. Yeah. I mean, and it's definitely like a juggling scenario for sure, but. As long as you let you know, like your sister's not going anywhere and you're not going anywhere. But thank you for letting us know no. that your sister's not a bitch <laughs> and she really just misses her sister. And I knew there was more to the story because we don't know what the boyfriend did. So it's yeah. nice to know like that you kind of said that it was over some cruise situation. Exactly. The best thing that you can do is try and resolve it on all ends and to have an open discussion with your sister, I think is the most amazing thing that you can do. And hopefully you guys can resolve your like sisterly friendship and get that yeah. back to norm again. Exactly. There's nothing like we just said, having a sister. It's the best. It's it so is. fun. Yeah, I like having family. Yeah. You They're know? not going anywhere. Exactly. Um, okay. Here's one. This is a little bit on the lengthy side, but I feel like you need to know all the details. So I will oh, read it. Okay. All. Let's do it. As I burp into the microphone. Sorry. Okay. Dear Sam and Claire, I'm a recent listener, but I'm caught up on every episode. It took me forever to cross over to the iPhone, but I finally did. And OMG, I've been missing out. I'll be 30 at the end of July. Happy birthday. A few months ago, I decided after living in Seattle for six years that I needed a change. I haven't been happy for a few years and I haven't, I've been at a job for two and a half that I hate. I've tried to find another job, but there isn't anything that pays similar or close enough to the city for me to take. So I felt really stuck. Back in November, I put together a presentation to get a job at my parents' company and I blew them away. This job is in Canada, so I have to do some immigration and stuff. Um, a few months ago, I was looking, it was looking like I was not going to go to, I was not going to get granted access to come and live in Canada. So I was looking at other options since I cannot stay in Seattle any longer. I'm over it and my lease is up July 31st. My backup plan was to move to LA. My whole life, I always wanted to move there. I have family there and friends there and I've always been told it fit right in with everyone. My aunt is 100% into me going there and has even offered for me to stay with her for a few months until I get on my feet. I've been looking into jobs and places to live and I'm so excited about this. Not only is this something that I've always wanted and never really knew how to get it, but also I have friends and family there, like I said. So, um, you know, it's it's basically gonna be a good fit for her. Well... It's now June and my parents decided to get a lawyer to take me into Canada and I have a meeting this week to find out if I actually get in, which is looking like 99% chance I'm going to get in, which you would think this would be great news. However, that's what I wanted back in November. Then this weekend I realized I had my palm read, which I know is a bad idea and I totally believe in that stuff. Uh, he was able to tell me things I didn't tell him. And one of the things that he told me right now, I have two paths. He said, my decision was already made, but 
He said the other path would lead me to my soulmate within the next year and I would be in a happier life. If I continued on the other path, which is Canada, she thinks, I will have a great career, but I'll never meet my soulmate and my life will be more difficult. He said in my early 40s that he he did say in my early 40s, but that's a long time away and I want children. I feel so lost because I do believe what he said and I want to meet my soulmate. I've been single for three years and that is a part of the reason why I want to leave, why I want to leave Seattle. Okay. So, Crazy. I know. So here's, so she's now breaking down the pros and cons of living in Canada and living in LA. So with Canada, she says, I won't break my parents' heart because they're really excited that she's yeah. coming or going to come. My parents already secured me a two bedroom house as long as immigration goes through and I have a career advancement and I'll be able to travel around the world with my dad learning underneath him. Um, what should I do? What would you do? I'm so lost and stuck. I really want to move to LA, but I feel like I have to move to Canada because I don't want my parents to be heartbroken. And they basically already have me moved in there. And as I said before, they already found me a house. Um, and I love, I love them. We're all very close. I don't want to do anything to jeopardize our relationship, but I want to be happy and also live my life for me. I think I can be happy in both places. Also, my mom knows about LA, but my dad doesn't, and I don't want to make him upset. Sorry for the long email. I just wanted to provide as much info as possible. And I need to make this decision ASAP. What would you do? Wow, what a good email. That is a good email. Um, okay, you want well, to What a first? great position to be in. I mean, well, okay. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Because you're still you're still young mm-hmm. and you're still figuring yourself out, which is a great thing. But if you move to LA, you don't have a secure job. You're living under your aunt's roof. There's really you're just going to wing it and you kind of are up and like you're going to chance the whole thing mm-hmm. basically and see what happens. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. What what's cool is this is your parents' company, right? So and I think at any I think for me, if I were you, <clears throat> I think you should have a discussion with your parents and be like, hey, I wanna for six months live with my aunt in LA and see how that goes, see how I do out there, and then try and see if they will accept you to work for the company in like six months to a year from now depending on where you're at in LA, like say you find a job or you find somebody and you're happy in LA, then obviously you're going to stay there. But God forbid, since, since it's so up in the air, there's nothing secure in LA. Like at least you have a leeway, like, Hey, in six six months, will the job like, will it still be open for me to come back to Canada? Or can I still move to Canada and live with you guys in six months? If it doesn't work out for me here in LA, like, I think you should have a plan no matter what. But I personally would be scared to go to L.A. having no guarantees on anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you, your parents have a house for you, a two-bedroom house for you in Canada. You're going to be with your mom and dad, like your family, your core family. Who knows? You'll meet anybody anywhere. So don't let this psychic, even though I really believe in all this stuff, don't let this psychic make you feel like you're not going to meet anybody if you go down the one path. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like you will. Maybe you'll date some people. Maybe they're not the people you're going to marry. But just don't, like, knock knock out all options for you. I don't know. I would be. I don't know what I would do. I would probably go to L.A. for a little bit and then see if my parents will let me work for them in, like, six months if exactly. it doesn't work out. I think it's – I totally agree with you. I think that you need to have a conversation with your parents. Show them you have a plan of action. Say that mm-hmm. you want to – Move to LA, try it out there first because you never know. You'll, exactly. you'll and you'll be upset if you don't yes, do it. Exactly. And I mean, listen, psychics are fun and palm readers are fun, but like you cannot live your life by what they're saying to you. Exactly. That's like crazy. That's and that's nuts. You have to just do what's best for you. And I honestly think you should take a chance, go to LA, hang out there for a little bit so you can get a job. And if you can't, as long as you have this conversation with your parents saying, 
mom and dad, I want to try it. And if I don't like it, is it okay if I still come work for you? I want to make sure that I still have a job. And they might say, you know what? We can't guarantee it, but we'll do our best to make sure that we have a place for you. These are your parents. These are your parents. They're not going to go anywhere. And if you don't go to LA, you might regret it. Exactly. You have to just see what it's all about. You have to just go. I say go. I say do it. I say go for a little bit. and Yeah. But always like talk to your parents to see if you have a backup. Yes. You definitely need to have some sort of plan. I love this email. Good luck to you. totally all about you going to LA first. And then tell us how it goes. Yeah, and you can live with your aunt, which is great. So, like, at least for a short amount of time, you can check it out and see what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. Faux show. You just faux show? Faux show. (laughs) I did faux show. Okay, let's see. Do you have another email? I do. Don't forget to email us at dearjustsaying at gmail.com. We've been loving your emails lately. They've been so good. So good. Thank you so much for um, just writing to us and asking us questions or looking for advice yeah. or just saying hi. You know, we do. We read, love we the high emails yeah, we too. We both read the emails. So it's always good. So yeah. thanks. Don't forget. Dear just saying at gmail.com. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. This one's, they're all good. Yeah. I don't know why I start by saying like, this one's good. This <laughs> one's juicy. Oh, juicy. I like my juicy ones. Hi, ladies. Just wanted to say how much I love you girls and the podcast. I was late to finding your podcast, so I'm super behind and still listening to podcasts from a year ago. Ha, ha, ha. Though I love it. You guys are amazing. (laughs) My question is kind of a long story. I'm 23 years old. I've been with my boyfriend for over two years and two and a half years, and we moved very quickly together. We moved in very quickly together after four months because my lease was up and I had already been spending literally every night at his apartment. I'm very mature for my age while my boyfriend is not. He's 41, but acts like he's in his twenties, which I think is one of the reasons why our relationship works so well. My issue is when my issue is when we got together, he had broken his ankle and was constantly in pain. He went through two surgeries for it and it's been hard. Our sex life has really been affected by it. My, but two and a half years later, it's still a problem. My boyfriend constantly tells me how beautiful and sexy I am, but I'm starting to feel like he doesn't want to have sex with me. When I want to have sex, he does, and he doesn't. He, he, his excuse always has to do with his stomach problems, or oh, and I know there's truth to that, and that he is stressed out and anxious all the time with everything he's been going through. Um, but nothing really ever seems to change. I don't know if this has to do with him getting older and that we only have sex like once every two weeks. I love him and I want to spend my the rest of my life with him, but this issue is starting to, t- starting to make me question myself. I've tried talking to him about it, but he ends up feeling like he's inadequate or not making me happy, which is not the case. I don't know what to do or how to approach the issue. Thank you for your adv- advice in advance and for constantly making me laugh. You guys are amazing. Oh my God. I know. I was about to be like, well, I'll talk to him. But now that she already talked to him, I don't even know what to do about this whole thing. <laughs> I know. Well, so, I, this is the thing is that everybody's sex, like, sex life is different. Like, exactly. so. Exactly. In the beginning of everyone's sex life, it's like you have sex a bazillion times I was a day. Say, this That's is just more like common than you think. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it is. You do need to. I, it's. She talked it's, to him. Yeah, she did like, talk to him, but like, into what depth? I mean, if. She, and like, I don't know. This is a tongue twister, I feel like. Like, what would you do? I would have a conversation because I'm like, super um, open I like that. would love – like, it's not you. It's not that you're inadequate. Like, I would love to have sex with you, like, more than we do. Right. Just to, like – because I have needs just as much as you do. Yeah. Whatever. And I would be like, um, this is a rough one because 
he does seem like he has like a lot of issues going on. Like his ankle or he's not feeling good. Right. It might be something deeper. Yeah. And it might not even have to do with you. Just may have to do with himself. Like maybe something's going on, but you need to talk to him about like other things besides sex. Like you need to make sure that like you guys are on the same page and make sure you know what's going on in his life. I would even say that to him. Like, well, no, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just because it, obviously it's not just a sex thing. It mm-hmm. seems like there's other things going on in his life and in their life together that's kind of stressful. That's what she said. She's like, he's yeah. under a lot of stress, blah, 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 blah. Um, you don't want to be so unhappy, so you have yeah. to speak up. Yeah. Because you don't want to, like, be stressed out about this. And, like, you want to make it – you obviously love this man. Like, you want to make it work with him. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, like, you have to get to the root of the problem. <laughs> and you yeah. have to, like, figure it out. Otherwise, you're going to be miserable and you may be missing out on, like – some good sex. Yeah. Like and also time. just because he's 41, he's not that old. No, he's not. Like, he's not like 75 and then you're like, oh, well, he's 75, so. No, and I doubt, even if he's going through like some issues in that aspect, this is actually very common. So don't think like you're the only one who's like going through this. I yeah. I feel like a lot of men, even younger, like go through this problem yeah. and they can prescribe, like he can even go to the doc If say it's an inadequacy or he's just can't get it up, like how real are we right now? He can't yeah, for get real. I think he probably doesn't want to have sex because he, he's stressed out about something else. He can actually get like a hormone or a testosterone and um, it can help him. So just say, throwing that out there, like there's options to like make you guys both happy. So mm-hmm. um, you just need to really get like deep down and dirty and talk about this most awkward subject ever. Ever. But be real. You have be to. Be real. Because the more real you are. The more like you guys will solve each, like what's going on with the both of you. Yeah. Because you're not, you're obviously unhappy and who knows if he's unhappy or if he doesn't want to have sex. Because there are people who don't even, can, that can go a long time without having sex. Like mm-hmm. there's people that don't enjoy sex than other people. Like right. not everybody's the same. So you just need to have a discussion. Yeah. We need, you need to talk it out. Mm-hmm. You that need was a to juicy talk one. it out. Okay. Yeah. That was a good one. Um, right, we have time for one more. Where is it? Okay. What the heck? Claire, where is it? Okay, here we go. (laughs) Hello, gorgeous girls. I'm emailing you today to talk about a problem I've recently been dealing with. I met this gorgeous Colombian guy in my class, and I... um, I've lived in Los Angeles for the last 10 months to become an actress from London. I'm 18 years old and I have flirted with him for the whole time um, that I've moved here and we liked each other a lot. We slept with each other a couple of times and I fell in love with him recently. We slept together and I told him that I loved him. Next thing I know, he's sitting me down telling me he wants nothing to do with me. And now he's blocked me and doesn't look at me or talk to me. And I have to see him for the next eight months every day at school 24-7. What do I do? How do I act? I still love him, but I want nothing to do with him because I'm angry and hurt. Holy shit balls. That's a dick. What the fuck? That's yeah. a dick. First Fuck of all, him. that guy's an asshole. Yeah, that's a dick. Fuck him. Why do you still love this guy? He treats yeah. you like shit. That was such that's such a grime. I'm so upset. That's so grimy mm-hmm. to have to have sex with you. And then obviously, like sometimes it gets the best of you and you're like, I love you. You're in yeah. the moment. You, pro- you probably scared him. I'm gonna be real. You yeah, scared, you scared, scared him. the shit out of him. <laughs> and now he ran. And because of it, I I mean, he treated you like a dick and you need to forget him and move on. And yeah. that's it. And and just get over the situation. Like, forget it. Just forget, let it like get out of your mind. Let yeah. him get out of your mind because he's no good. Did you know that there's some, this is probably might have something to do with it. 
Did you know that there's a like an actual, I don't know if the word is chemical because it's, it's a natural thing. There's a thing that happens whenever females orgasm that literally makes you feel like you're in love. Did you know that? No. Did you read that? No. How do you know about that? My <laughs> girlfriend told me about that. Really? There's a word for it. There's like a thing that like actually happens so that you literally feel like you're in love with this person because that's it's part crazy. of, it's part of what happens to your body whenever you go through that. So that's why a lot of girls become so clingy and attached to these boys. I don't call them boys because they're like, their body is telling them like, it's like a chemical reaction, like saying that you're in love with this person because they're making you I've feel this way. This. Yeah. That's wild. So girlfriend, take a step back. You probably really don't love him. You probably just like having sex with yes. him. And yes, Claire, you know what Perfect. I mean? Like you don't, and he's a jerk. And also yeah, fuck it. for the men listening out there, if a girl is falling in love with you because you're really good in bed, great for good for you. But like, don't treat them like shit and explain to them that like, obviously we need to be on the same page here. I'm not looking for anything serious. And if they can't handle that, then you should break up with them anyway. Yeah. The way he handled it was completely was wrong. Like, it was such a dick move. Mm-hmm. We hate him for it. Yeah. We hate you. Yeah. But thank you so much yeah. for writing you, in. Well, if you fell in love with him, you may fall in love with you'll somebody else. You'll probably fall in love with somebody else in the next week, so, <laughs> so you'll be fine. You. Yeah. <laughs> and send us your reel because I want to see you act in something cool. Oh, yeah. Um, well, thank you so guys. So we have a really, we had a really quick one yeah. today because we have places to go and people to see. But we love you and thank you so much for listening and tuning in and make sure you follow us on everything you possibly yeah. can, which Instagram is just saying pod. Twitter is just saying underscore pod. Make sure you like follow, mm-hmm. subscribe, so, all that uh, stuff. SoundCloud. Um, we are going to be calling new people um, next month. So we want to make sure yeah. um, that you guys are subscribed to us on SoundCloud, SoundCloud and iTunes because that's where we're going to pick our winners from. Yeah. So Thanks, we love guys. you. Thanks for listening. Bye.